0: as you improve your company and achieve your most important goals and deliver the business results that make you and your team happy. Now, let's get to today's episode. Pete here. Today's episode is a special edition where we take one of our recent Facebook Lives and repurpose it to share it here. You can catch these live when they originally air at facebook.com slash Pete Wynarski page. And also know that we might decide to put this here on Business Results Radio for you as well. Here we go. Pete Winarski is here. <laughs> I am with you. Going live, going live across multiple locations. We are live on the Pete Winarski page. We are live in the group More Revenue, More Profit and we're live on the Pete Winarski YouTube channel. So we're in a few places simultaneously. And if you're tracking closely, you know what's going on, then of course, you'll notice that this live content ends up repurposed on our podcast, which is called Business Results Radio. So you can catch this in a lot of different ways. I'm really glad you're here with us today. Pete Winarski, founder and CEO of Win Enterprises, LLC. And we are here to help you really think today about your systems and processes. And um, a lot of times, just so you see, where do I come up with these crazy topics for these Facebook lives? Well, a lot of times it's personal experience. It's a conversation that we just had with a client or it's something even in the home. right? And in this case, I have a story that I'm going to share with you to illustrate the point in a few minutes um, that has to do with an experience at home. And, and the smack in the face was like, we don't have a system or a process in place that's working and designed around this. So um, that's the punchline. Now let's get to the content, right? So the, the moral of the story first is you got to have them. <laughs> you got to get a system in place. And naturally automated is the best. If, And I don't mean automated by you have to go and you know, have like a lot of times you think of a, a robot. That's automation, right? You think of you know pick and place multi-axis robot in a factory that's you know picking things up and placing them over here or you know doing some welding or whatever. You know, the FabTech is is a um conference that happens every year in November and um you know interestingly i've spoken at it for a number of years something like five years in a row or something and you know you walk the 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 showroom floor and it's amazing with these big giant hawk pieces of equipment that automate the way things fabricate fab tech right fab uh fabrication tech technology so cutting and welding and grabbing and bending and twisting and so uh, you know, this is where I, I've seen new tech um, over the years, like three D printing, and you know, it's amazing what you can create with some of these things. So, that's what you think of a lot of times with automation, or you think of, you know, a, a uh, IT solution and you know, automating processes that were done manually in the computer. You know, typing away, click, 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 click. And then automating them with the press of a button, and you know something magical happens behind the scenes. Maybe it's in the cloud. I'm not sure, but um, yes, automation can be that. It can be automating the processes, um, you know, either the the thought processes or the which is now getting into AI. Actually, I just realized I crossed over into Industry 4.0 for a second there. But the point of automation is really about you know, making it repeatable and simple and um, maybe making it more productive for you and for your workers and your team and all that. But it doesn't necessarily, when I'm talking systems and processes, it doesn't have to be a robot or a machine um, doing something for you or instead of you. What I'm really after here is, well, what are the process steps in the first place? So think of wherever you're getting results that just aren't up to the level that you want them to be. Challenge, well, what's the process behind this? And can we streamline the process or reorganize the process in a different way? The steps, the step one, step two, step three. Um, do we even have a process in place? And then you can make some observations and judgments about process improvement, right? So. You know, think about uh, you know what kind of output you could be getting, and you you know a non-standard process or not even having a system or process in place is just leaving things to random chance, really, right? I mean, think about it. You know, maybe you have multiple people who all do a job, and everyone's doing it their own way. You know, they haven't all decided that they were going to do it the exact same way. In fact, you know, that would be one step in the right direction because then you're eliminating the variability of you know people choosing to do it one way versus another and you theoretically study the process figure out well what are the best steps in the best sequence and then making some judgments about deciding hey gang all you people who do this same thing let's agree and let's reach consensus and maybe you're involved in debating the the merits of this way versus that way, but you end up with an agreement to do the process, follow the process and do it the same. You eliminate variability in how the, the work is done. You create more reliability in the steps and more predictability, especially if you're measuring productivity and you are scheduling that You know, someone who follows the process one way and someone who follows it another way, their output rates may be totally different. Right. So this gives you a sense of predictability. It also predictability and reliability leads to a better quality output. Right. So these are all things rather than leaving it up to randomness. And uh, you know, part of the thing is, you know, good intentions are usually at place. In, or usually at play or usually in place. You choose the phraseology <laughs> that you want to use here. But good intentions are certainly part of what you want to have for yourself as you attack and and you know enter into a new project or or you set some goals and then you, you go after, well, how am I going to achieve those goals? And you have the highest intentions on what you're going to do and how you're going to do it and hopefully so do your team members as your team is you know um are thriving to achieve and you know really getting um uh you know they're, they're they're doing their part but if everybody's doing it differently or nobody's there's no process good intentions don't replace a good process right i mean it's just part of what you have to have in place so um for your sanity your team's sanity, um, get processes in place. So let me illustrate what I'm talking about here with the story that I had referenced earlier. And so um, you know, think of um, the, the books by David Bach. He's got the, the series about automatic millionaire, retire late, finish rich, all these things. And what he's talking about in a lot of these is setting up some processes around your personal finances right so i've got a couple teenage sons and they're working and so they don't yet have saving habits um, and we want to build some habits we want to build some some habit around you know, they work money comes in you know through the form of a paycheck they then deposit the checks into their accounts they then invest the check or invest a par- partial um, amount uh, based on what they received um, and then their wealth grows. I mean, that's the, the David Bach sort of formula, if you will. Well, what I just described isn't happening that way, right? Best intentions, best intentions from me, best intentions from them. They're like, Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I want to save up some money. I want to have, you know, you know let it stack up, but it wasn't automatic. It wasn't automated. There was no system or process Around that. So then you get into some of the systems. What are some of the systems? Direct deposit. Magically, right? You don't have to go home with a piece of paper called a check that you then open up and endorse and then deposit. And of course, you could deposit it with your mobile phone these days. Or you could show up at the bank, fill out a deposit slip and deposit the money. So direct deposit is an automated step in this example right you get the idea of how easy it is you put a system and process in place called direct deposit then what if you had some automatic transfers automated transfers from that account into the investment account so i enrolled my financial advisor into this conversation and said hey the boys are working i want them to take a chunk you know a, a percent of what they Take home and give it over to an account that you set up for them and let the money grow over time. And then before you know, they won't even know it, but they'll save you know hundreds and hundreds of dollars over the course of of, of a year. And you know, because they're you know, certainly you know, young enough that it's somewhat invisible to them because their expenses are really discretionary. You know, they have saving for longer term things. You know, my son Nathan saved up and bought a car this summer. Good for him, right? Um, That was fantastic. I mean, really reward um, and honor the way that he did that. And he had the goal and he saved up for it. Um, You know, so that was good intentions with a high enough uh, sense of desire and purpose that he made that happen. But that doesn't work across everything equally. So that's why systems and processes matter. So if you took out, you know, some percent of every check you get and made that the um, transfer amount. So, you know, if you know how much you want that to be automated, automated monthly transfer. Now, with nothing to think about, you can end up with that account, that investment account, grow, 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 grow. Right. That's what you want. You want it to grow that would be an automated process well that ain't what was happening right because we we had set up you know like okay here's how we're gonna do this you're gonna have to deposit your own money into your own account and then you're gonna have to track well how much did you deposit and then do the math in fact here let's set up a google spreadsheet so in a google sheet and you can give that access um not just to yourself you can give access to mom and dad and you can give access to the financial planner And so then there's a communication And is you tally up, okay, well, how much money did I make from all my various jobs and all my various paychecks over the course of the, you know, all these weeks. And at the end of the month, okay, so here's how much it is. Let's do the math calculator time and manually figure out how much should transfer over, et cetera, et cetera. So where are the failure points? This is a process conversation. Where are the failure points? Did I deposit the checks on time? Did I, Recognize how much went in. Did I do the calculation correctly? Did I communicate um, about the transfer? Did I confirm that the transfer had happened? You know, none of that was happening. Okay, so that's the punchline here. Nothing was really, really happening. Is it anybody's fault? No. And this is part of the thing too. You know, everyone had the right intentions. Our advisor had the intention to help us to save um help help the boys save and invest and learn some some financial disciplines we had the intention of helping to teach them those principles they had the intention to save money because they know hey wouldn't it be cool if i did save and invest and you know 10 20 30 years i had an enormous pile of money these guys are going to college soon. They're going to need money for that. So there's, you know, some of that's long-term investing. Some of it's more of a shorter or medium term. Um, and maybe there's things that they want to buy. Wouldn't it be cool if they want to buy a house and they or a car or whatever, and they had a big pile of money sitting there? But they're, they're not. I can tell you this. They're not going to have a big pile of money if they don't just start. And their best intentions didn't get the job done. So as much as that was a little bit frustrating, it becomes easy when you put some systems and processes in place. And that's exactly what we are in process of doing. We're about to see if it works, right? <laughs> because we're, we're going to do a November transfer because um, we're sitting here right at the end of October. So, you know, you know is the money there? How much is, is moving over? Here's the amounts. Let's go. Turn it on. Flip the switch. Go. So it's pretty exciting. Replacing manual activity with a system and a process to replace good intentions with making things happen automatically so that your intentions are satisfied. There you have it. That's what we're talking about today. Get systems and processes in place. Your sanity goes up. You actually get the results you're looking for. And now everybody's happy. All right. Thanks for joining us today. We'll catch you again soon. Go ahead and put your comments below. In fact, I want to, let's show that uh, on the ticker. You know, go ahead and click like and comment. And I want to hear your thoughts about this. What are some of your experiences? Where have you not had a system or process in place and were therefore not happy with the results? And then you stepped back and you put something in place. You automated what was intended to happen so it wasn't so manual or you even figured out in the first place, you kind of drew the boxes. You know, what are the boxes? What are step one, step two, step three, step four? You know, frankly, everything can be process mapped. I'm telling I'm going to make that bold statement. Everything you do can be process mapped step by step by step. Right. So you can do this. You can put a process around anything that you want. Anything that has a desired outcome, there's a process to get there. So figure it out. Share in your comments below what you think of this conversation and where you've had success and where you've had some struggles and what kind of ideas have come up for you. Join us over at the More Revenue, More Profit Facebook group. We'll see you there as we continue to expand and do some pretty cool things uh, for all the small business owners who are part of that group. Some of your business leaders in larger companies. That's okay. We welcome you to. Um, but it's for business leaders and business owners who are really trying to grow their company's profits, and their just their their cash flow. Uh, you know, we know you're having a lot of struggles right now with revenue and profit and cash flow. And you know, this conversation today hopefully uh, will help in some areas where you realize man, we're just not very productive, we're struggling. Maybe we're we're not getting things done on time or the quality is not very good or we're working too hard. Those are all clues, all signals that you might want to have a better defined process in place, right? So that's what today's conversation is, getting systems and processes in place, automating some of your activity so that it's not so manual taking it out of the good intentions only, you and your team, your employees, you all want to do well. Don't leave it to chance. Get some processes in place. All right, we'll catch you again next time. Thanks for everyone for coming and we'll see you again soon. Thanks for listening to this episode of Business Results Radio. Remember to share this episode on social media or directly with people you think would benefit from it. And if you are willing, subscribe to this podcast and give us a five-star rating. Go ahead and do that now while you're thinking of it. I also want to invite you to visit businessresultsradio.com. And if you want to learn more about the Win Enterprises team or about the business consulting and mentoring services we provide, visit completebusinesstransformation.com. Thanks a bunch and we will catch you again soon.